Welcome again to another edition of the Boxing Gears Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. That's Daniel. Yo. And this week is our opening of our fantasy football special. We are going to break it into two weeks. Um, This week we are going to discuss the quarterbacks, kickers, and running backs. And next week we will do the tight ends, defenses, wide receivers, then our overall rankings. So um, with this week, um, you will... We'll kind of shy away from what we had been doing with our power rankings and talking about the other sports. And this is all dedicated to fantasy football. So um, sit back, enjoy it with me, Daniel, and you'll hear Daniel's kid in the background probably going crazy on Fortnite. So yeah, he's playing with his buddy. <laughs> he, he does this like on an everyday basis. So it's going to continue to happen with the uh, with the uh, virtual learning uh, in school. So oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, as most of these podcasts nowadays you will hear a little noise in the background like then we heard your dog last week or the week before one of those so it's all good oh yeah he's right here next to me so i wouldn't doubt it that he uh <laughs> he starts barking because his mama is out shopping right now so he usually uh, he usually cries for her so okay so prepare your ears <laughs> you may hear a dog bark i'll try to edit him out as best i can so <laughs> so uh before we jump into the fantasy football let's do, let's do our catch-up how are you doing I'm doing well. Um, you know, it actually hasn't really been too hot here in Texas. I mean, yeah. it's what if it's been like 97, 98? That's cool for us. It's, it's a mini cold front. So uh, <laughs> it's the weather has been better. Um, those hurricanes are coming. So, you know, Houston, be prepared. Galveston, all them down there in the south. Yeah, I think they may they may veer a little more north into Louisiana. Uh, I, of course, yeah, they're going to get hit with two back to back. So um, I, I fear for their flooding. But I mean, I could easily use some of that rain for my yard right now with how hot it's been this summer. Oh yeah, I mean, we we're supposed to go to Galveston in two weeks for vacation, but uh, I don't know if we're going to do that now because school is going to start virtually, and I don't know how it's going to be this year, and we don't want him, the kids to miss. Um, a couple of days, so I think we're gonna cancel that. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, uh, we, we. I'm currently on on my first of two weeks off, and um, we were thinking about going down to maybe Corpus or something, but just yeah. with the uncertainty, of what's going on with the weather, and just with COVID still kind of flaring up here and there, even though we're kind of leveling off a bit. Um, I we're probably just gonna stick it here at home. We we bought this new little ball pit and little tower castle thing for my daughter, and so nice. Yeah, we've been doing that. And I'll probably do some yard work later in this week after we get some rain on Wednesday. So I, be, I hope we get some rain, man. I, I didn't I didn't see the that we are gonna get some. Well, there's like a fifty percent or so chance. I think that's tied to the hurricanes, but uh, I know I was actually surprised on Saturday. I woke up and it was pouring down rain. I don't know if you got any of that this this past weekend, but yeah, man, yeah, it we was. Did. Yeah, that was that was that was a welcome sight for that because uh, down here we're down to the one day of watering your yard, so that's that 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 helped out in, in the middle of the of the watering of the week. So yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, I just kind of been hanging out here at home with the family. Um, I did catch a little bit of the DC fandom. I don't know if you saw any of that this weekend. I did. Yep, I love watching the the, the new trailers that come out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the one that stood out to me that's the most anticipated is the Justice League Snyder cut. 
Now I know you haven't seen the original movie. Um, um, I, I, I saw it. It's, it's an okay standalone movie. Um, you could easily tell it had two directors and because some scenes were dark, some scenes were, were kind of like this orange lit background. You could tell that they, they slapped it together. Um, I wish it would have taken more time to actually do it, do it better, but um, I'm liking what I'm seeing from the, from the Snyder cut. This comes out next year on the uh, new HBO max uh, platform, but yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting um, seeing a movie redone. I hope it, that leads back into the DC universe. Cause I mean, we always want to compare, compare it to Marvel. Nothing's going to come close to Marvel. Oh, I mean, no. they've, they, they've dominated that the whole market for comic book movies, but they, they have the characters with Batman and Superman and flash to pull these off. And Aquaman was an okay movie. Got that rated pretty well. Uh, Wonder Woman's a, uh, uh, Wonder Woman one was great. I'm, I'm looking forward to the second one coming out here. Yeah. That trailer was fall. really good as well. Yeah. And then, um, they're still talking about doing a Flash movie, and I'm looking forward to Black Adam with The Rock uh, coming out. Uh, they're gonna start working on that one. And, and I don't know if you saw they did the reveal of all the characters for the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I'm excited. They got James Gunn who did the Guardians of the Galaxy over to do that movie, and it looks great. I cannot wait. Some of the characters are on there were like uh, little throw-ins from the comic books, but I mean, seeing uh, John Cena, Idris Elba, I, I just. I look forward to that movie because with his track record, what he did with Guardians over with these characters, these little uh, oddball characters, I think it's going to be a great, great movie. Well, I hope it's better than the first. I mean, the, the, the one that came out before. Yeah, they they. So the, the challenge that happened with that movie was they had the script. It was going to be along the vein of the Dark Knight and all these Batman movies where it's kind of like the darker, serious movies. Yeah. And when Marvel started going nuts with their movies, when they were going to three or four movies a year with their comedy and the little lighthearted humor with the action, they tried to redo the script when they were filming the movie. <laughs> and you, it, they were trying to work jokes in there and it just didn't work. I mean, yeah. again, standalone movie taking Marvel out of your thought. It was a good, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was but, decent. But I mean, it had so much hype in there after what Marvel had been doing that. And then the, the characters in there, you had Will Smith, Margot Robbie, uh, the new, the new Jared Leto Joker. Uh, most Terrible. of the scenes got cut from that movie. Um, they, they tried doing too much at once. If they would have stuck to like the, the little off ball characters, it would have been great. But when they tried adding Joker in there and they had a little flash of Batman in there, uh, I, they they overdid it, but I think resetting the whole universe, doing standalone movies like the, um, I don't know if you saw the, the Batman trailer with yes, uh, Robert Pattinson. I was a little, I was very skeptical when they named him as new Batman. I kind of like what I saw in that trailer. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it was a very dark, gritty. It's it's it's. I think it's based out of the detective Batman comics where he's more of solving crime and yeah versus the action that all what we've been seeing basically since uh, Michael Keaton got the role. Well, it's still being in a production. That, it's only like yeah. 30% like complete. Yeah. And, and for the, for having that much of a trailer done, that's great in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Um, now again, we'll see a lot of people are very skeptical because he had a hard time bulking up for the role, so he's going to look kind of puny compared to most Batmans. But well, he's not—he's not, he's not Affleck, meant, dude. Yeah, he's not meant to be out there as the ass-kicking Batman that Ben Affleck tried to be. Or yeah, he's going to be more in the vein of the Christian Bale Batman, where he's like, he's—he's more—he thinks more than acting. 
yeah. uh, than, than the action. So, but I mean, well, I'm, I, almost every trailer they had come out this weekend, I thought was really well done. Now, whether the movies pan out is one thing, but based on the trailer, I, th- I really like what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, the director, uh, Matt Reeves, is a fanboy for a long time, so he actually oh, yeah. knows what, like, he knows, like, how to direct it and the whole Batman origin story. Um, I thought it was awesome, man. Like, especially the scene where he just punches that guy, uh, like, in the subway, I think. That was pretty awesome. But uh, it looked good. The Riddler's in there. Uh, we know uh, the Penguin is in there with Colin Farrell. Yeah. So, uh yeah, it looked good. I'm excited to see it. Um, I didn't even recognize him in the trailer. I didn't, I didn't either. Really, like I knew he was the penguin, but when I saw I saw the freeze frame, I go, "Wow, that that makeup they did on him was great." It, it looks good. So uh, I kind of think like this is going to be DC's like new era because yeah. of like Marvel's pretty much almost like pretty much done with what we saw in uh, Infinity War. So I feel like this is DC's time to shine. And yeah. Wonder Woman looks great. Uh, I know the new Aquaman will be coming out. Uh, the Batman looks great. So you kind of think like this is the time for DC to uh, show what they have. Yeah, I think what really what really got them reset, even though it's not going to be in this universe, but the, the whole genre kind of got reset with the Joker. I mean, when that movie came out, because that was a standalone movie, and they they figure, okay, we're going to do these little because because they mentioned they're going to be doing a lot of little one off villain movies like origin stories mm-hmm. that aren't tied to the to the Justice League universe, but more of these little standalone movies like the Joker was. And I think by kind of going so far away from what they originally do for that movie, kind of give a whole reset to the whole universe. To where now, okay, they could revisit the Justice League if they want, but they're, they're going to focus now on the Flash and Black Adam and oh, yeah. uh, the Batman versus doing these little team-up movies and then maybe try to do a team-up movie later down the line. That's what they should have done in the first place because that's what Marvel excelled at. Mm-hmm. You had Iron Man, you had Hulk, you had uh, um, Thor. I mean, you had all these movies before the first Avengers. And so you built the characters, you built the following, you built the story, and then they teamed up. Whereas with D- uh, DC, they did uh, Man of Steel, and then they jumped directly into uh, Batman vs Superman, and then the Justice League. Yeah, so they did it so all wrong, pretty much. They, they 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 wanted people to to know who the Flash was, to know who Cyborg was, to know who the villains were, but. They, they should have eased into it with having the little each having their own movie and then Lex Luthor storyline. But they, they kind of just like, OK, we want to do our version of the Avengers now with Justice League. Here we go. Everyone's going to love it. And it's like, OK, the, the yeah, bunch of actors who we don't really know who they are playing these superheroes that we don't really know. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, before Marvel kind of came out there and started doing this stuff, I knew of Captain America. I didn't know a story. I knew of Iron Man. I didn't know a story. And so to sit there and have the first Avengers, like with Hawkeye and these guys, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. I, I just wasn't a big fan of Iron Man. I, I, I know that was one of like the first movie that came out. I just, I didn't follow him like I did like Spider-Man. Yeah. Because Spider-Man had those previous two Spider-Mans before the, you know, um, who they have now. But I just wasn't a big fan of Iron Man. Captain America and Spider-Man are my favorites. So Thor was good. I just 
wasn't digging Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. did a good job. I just I didn't like the character. So I, I liked um, Iron Man 1 because that really set the whole thing in motion. Yeah. And it was different than anything we've seen to that point. Yeah. Now, Iron Man 2 and 3 were complete garbage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the villains were terrible. The story was terrible. Um, it was so bad that Robert Downey Jr. was looking to leave the whole franchise. But they, when they renegotiated his contract saying, hey, we're not going to do another Iron Man, but we want you to do all these like Avenger movies and these little cameos and Spider-Man and whatnot. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what saved, that's what saved that character because those movies were so bad. And yeah. the Captain Americas, again, were, were good. They weren't great. Yeah. Um, and then like, I know Thor didn't really get his footing until the third movie when he started getting his comedy with Ragnarok. Um, now, I liked the, the first two Thors. He was too serious for the for the the whole universe, how it was going at that part, which I know was like was part of the shtick for the first two Avenger movies. But once Ragnarok came out, he really got running. That's why he's staying around to do more movies. Yeah. Whereas all the other ones stopped at three. I didn't like Fat Thor. That I, I didn't really care for that either. I didn't um, understand it. It just looks dumb. Like now to end the movie franchise with the fat Thor, like what was the point of that? Now I know he's gonna come back. He's supposed to I think he's supposed to make a cameo in the next Guardians movie. Yeah. And he's having his Thor Love and Thunder movie coming out where with Jane back in the franchise when becoming yeah. female Thor. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to get back to the old Thor. I know it was a comedy bit, but they shouldn't have not, should not have gone for the whole movie. I think, I, I think at the big battle scene where he, when the lightning struck him and he got his new, uh, hairdo and his, his armor was on and his weapons and whatnot, mm-hmm. he, sh- he should have been back to skinny Thor right, at that. That should have been as fast how quick that he get back to skinny was get struck by lightning. Here we go. I'm ready to go. Exactly. Ba- yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, again, uh, I still think for all the Marvel movies, Infinity War was the best. Endgame had the best scene, which was the battle. But uh, oh, yeah. like, like the assemb- the whole assemble scene gave me goosebumps. I mean, when I that saw that cool. in theaters, that was great. So, that was awesome, dude. And it's going to be interesting seeing how they go forward with the universe with Marvel. I mean, because I mean, we're no more Iron Man. Captain America could pop up in like the little flashback movies. Um like if they do another like Captain Marvel set back in the 80s or 90s, he could pop up there. Or when they introduce some of these other characters, if they do an introduction of one of these characters that's been around since maybe World War II or the, or the yeah. 60s, maybe he can pop up there too. Um, but I mean, and he, and he said he's open to coming back, but not for a full full, uh, f- uh, full, full uh, feature length role. So we'll see. Yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I just feel like it's DC's turn. So, I mean, all these Marvel films are coming out. Uh, the new one is Black Panther. You know, another Spider-Man's coming out. Um, Guardians of the Doctor Galaxy. Strange. Doctor Strange. Black Widow. Uh, what happened with that? Did they pause that? Pause that? So the that may be Disney Plus exclusive, like like what they're doing with Milan. Okay. Uh, oh, I know. It's I, I have Disney Plus, but you still got to pay extra to get these exclusives. Um, I, I don't. I won't mind it because I'm cause I'm still kind of shying away from seeing in theaters. Like like I want to see Tenet really bad, but I'm not gonna go and see it in theaters. Um, yeah, but I mean, Black Widow. I mean that, that may go straight to streaming, um, depending on how how what's what's going on in this country at that point. Yeah, um, it kind of got delayed, um, but I think it's because they're, they're they want to see how Milan does and how much money they get from that before they try to release Black Widow there. Well, I could tell you how Milan is gonna do. Two thumbs down. 
Really? I didn't care about the animated Mulan back in the day, and I probably I've won't watch seen. this one. I never seen it. I know my wife is like geeked about it. I mean, she loves that movie, but I mean, I I, I tried watching the cartoon once. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Well, if she listens to this. I'm sorry. No, to your wife, <laughs> uh, we're talking about sports here. I doubt she'll ever listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, we'll go ahead and transition now into, again, our topic of the week, fantasy football. Um, now, I know we, uh, we've we talked a little bit about NFL throughout this whole process. Um, for those of you who really know me and Daniel, you know that, that little gif of fantasy football is my religion. That is true for us. This is what we do and plan for the entire year. Uh, I mean, we're already talking about the next draft after the after our playoffs end. So, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So, um, but one one thing I want to talk about before we kind of jump into our power rankings for each of these players, um, with COVID being in the in the world right now, fantasy football leagues have to get creative because we don't know. What's going to happen? We don't know if the season's going to get shut down, get delayed, if teams are going to kind of get shut down uh, because of an outbreak. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen because the NFL's really been quiet about their plans, and partly because I don't think Roger Goodell has a plan. But we have to make plans as commissioners and fantasy football and as just playing GM. So we have a league that I run. We're going into our what, seventh year, uh, seventh season of it. Yeah, yeah. And so what we're doing now, it's a pay league where you pay 100 bucks, buy-in. We split that money between first, second, and third. Um, when it comes to the payouts, if the NFL season gets canceled before our playoffs start, every single team gets their money back. Mm-hmm. If it gets canceled... After week 13, which is when our playoffs start, whoever is remaining gets the payout split. So we have a 16 playoff. If it stops right after the playoffs get set during the first week of our playoffs, those six teams are going to split it. If it's the following week where there's four teams left, those four teams split it. If it gets canceled in our play in our championship, those two teams are going to split it. So that's kind of how we're going to handle our payouts because we still want we don't want to have to go through the entire season and then get to like right there before the championship. And then, okay, let's plan what we're going to do with the money at that point, because everyone's going to say, I want my money back. Other people are going to say, well, the championship matchup should split it. We set it well beforehand. So that way the expectations are there. Yeah. The other thing we're doing is I'm, I've added a second IR spot. We already have one. I added a second one that's only for COVID uh, players. So I'll do a weekly check. I'll see who puts their players in, in the IR. If you have two players out with a hamstring in the IR, I will undo whatever transaction you did. I know Daniel loves me for having that ability. Why do, why do I feel like Peter and uh, Mike Jones are going to abuse that? There's two of our friends, but I feel like uh, they're going to abuse that. I, I have a feeling they are. Um, I have a feeling we're going to have some people who don't pay full attention are going to abuse it, like a Greg. Um <laughs> I, I I have a feeling I'm gonna have to police at least once. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to touch base on it again during our draft, uh, which is coming up this Saturday. I, I will I will have because we're gonna have a little video chat. That's the other thing we're doing as well is since we can't do our in person draft. I mean, we could, but we're not going to because we're responsible. But the <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a Google Meet draft. Some people are doing Zoom meetings. I think it'll be uh, interesting to see. I mean, if it goes well, maybe this will be our draft going forward because we have people in like four different states who are in this league 
and they all it's only the local people here who show up for the draft anyway. Well, you wanted me to go and draft with y'all during a hurricane, so <laughs> so I, I had to drive it. farther. I had to drive farther than you did during that hurricane, and it barely even rained on me getting here. I was like, no, I'm not going. There's like winds going 100 miles per cars flipping over, and you wanted me to go draft. I was like, so, uh, no, thank you. For, for, for those of you who are listening, this was during Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> we are not in Houston. We are in Austin, <laughs> Texas. We had eh, maybe a couple hours of rain from the whole thing. Yes, it was windy, but Daniel has a tiny car. It's not going to be a wind sail anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not risking my life to draft a uh, fantasy football draft. Maybe, well, mo- maybe. <laughs> I, I, I give credit for all of the people who did show up. We had actually a pretty good, pretty good group. So, um, but yeah, so we're doing a Zoom meeting on our draft. Uh, we use Yahoo, um, just mainly because that's who I've been using forever. We're thinking about maybe changing over. There's um, a new app called Sleeper that I kind of slept on, and we need to kind of get back into playing around with that. I've never heard of uh, it. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a, a dynasty uh, league in there this year. It's my first year using the app. I'm gonna see how it goes. I'm gonna invite a few of you guys to do a little test league in there, um, do do a draft. It's laid out totally different than what we're used to, but there's so much more customizing ability with this league that I may move it over to Sleeper. Um, oh, I have heard of that. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. I deleted the app when he, yeah because I was like what is this on my phone like, well, let me delete it yeah okay yes yeah, yeah so it's it's that app I mean uh, the thing I like about it is because what we do in our league is uh, and we'll touch base on this a little bit more on next week's uh, I allow draft pick trading but we stop trading twenty four hours before the draft starts because I have to input everything yeah this app allows you to trade those picks and once it goes through it automatically updates the draft order. Gotcha. And so, um, and you can trade already drafted players. So if we're in the fourth round and I have Patrick Mahomes, who I drafted in the third round, you want to offer me your third and fourth formal homes. I can do that mid draft and the players transition over. Yeah. So I like the versatility of the league. So we're, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, do some test runs with it. Sweet. But right now we're focusing more on what we have been doing for the seven years. And that's Yahoo. Um, we have a nice little trophy. Um, which I splurge for. That's why I, I keep it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't trust any of you fools with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I updated the nameplate. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we, I already went through, we have all the contingencies. If the season gets canceled, if it gets delayed, we're good to go. Um, it's just about drafting and seeing what happens. So, um, word. Yeah. With that, we will move into our actual rankings and we are going to start with quarterbacks. And Daniel, I will let you start us off. All right. Well, this really much isn't um, a no-brainer. <clears throat> Everybody has to have Patrick Mahomes as their number one quarterback ranking. I mean, he threw for 4,000 yards last year with 26 touchdowns, and that was um, – he was out for like four games. So imagine if he wasn't out for four games, he would have had – High 4,000 yards, 30-plus touchdowns. And then, you know, of course you have Tyreek Hill and um, Hardeman and, you know, those super fast receivers. Plus you have Clyde, um, the running back out of LSU. Edwards Hilaire. Edwards Hilaire, yeah. So I feel like he should be the number one quarterback on 
no, number one uh, rankings. So that's who I have number one. And then, you know what? I, I'm not going to lie. I actually wanted to put Dak Prescott number two. Oh, my God. Dude, okay. Let me get let me get to Dak Prescott in a little bit. But <laughs> right now, I have Lamar Jackson. He threw 3,000 yards, 36 touchdowns. But I just – they didn't even have a 1,000-yard receiver. He threw it to Mark Andrews. I think that was his number one wideout. He's a tight end. Um, Hollywood Brown had a big first game in, in Miami, if I recall. But I I wanted to put Dak here. Dak had 4,902 yards, 30 touchdowns. He had a QB rating of 99. I have him at third. He, they added C.D. Lamb. They drafted C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma this year. Uh, Michael Gallup emerged as a, as a young uh, emerging wide receiver. And they have um, Amari Cooper which you want him to stay healthy, but we just don't know. But, of course, Zeke Elliott um, in the backfield. I, I, I wanted to put Dak, too, but I didn't. I had Lamar Jackson. So I, I would. I think that's the last of Tier 1. I'd put Dak Prescott uh, maybe I would go. If, you, if you're looking for a quarterback, I would go round 2, Dak Prescott. He's going to put up points. Big time points. Um, and then fourth, I have Russell Wilson as the first of tier two quarterbacks. Uh, he threw 3,852 yards last year, uh, 26 touchdowns. Uh, no, no, he had 31 touchdowns. I'm sorry. He had 4,000 yards passing. Um, he has DJ Metcalf, great receiver, uh, Tyler Lockett, and I think Dorsett's there as well. So he has three good receivers. Um, I have him in front of the Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. It was is between him or uh, Kyler Murray. I have Deshaun Watson in front of Kyler Murray because of they added Brandon Cooks, even though they did let go or they traded away to uh, Arizona, um, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but they still have Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb came over from Dallas, and the tight end Fells, who had a pretty good year um, in the red zone. He threw the Fells a lot, so I have. Deshaun Watson in the fifth spot. Um, I just think if Bill O'Brien calls the right plays, Deshaun Watson is going to have a huge year. Because we all criticized um, Bill O'Brien, offseason moves, of course, DeAndre Hopkins and all this. Oh, don't forget they also had David Johnson. So I feel like this is like the year Deshaun Watson is poised to have a a great year. And that rounds out my uh, top five quarterback rankings. Okay, um, I I agree with you on a little bit of that. Um, some others, um, not so much. Is it Dak? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to go through with my top twelve, um, just because I need to. It'll make sense for some of these other ones. I, I need to let people know how far some people oh, are going to yeah, fall yeah, yeah. In, okay. in my book, and so I'm just going to go twelve because it's. I mean, mess, an average uh, league size is twelve, and so. Uh, my number one overall, obviously, is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, clear cut. Um, he's my keeper this year from last year. Um, I know a lot of people shy away from quarterbacks as keepers. Um, I did it because I made some uh, trades with draft picks. So I, I added Kenyon Drake and I added uh, Dalvin Cook. So I was able to keep him as my as my keeper. Um, number two, I actually have 
the most underrated quarterback, I think, oh boy. in the history of football, and that is Russell Wilson. Hey, I knew it. I knew it. I actually want to draft Russell Wilson this year. So, If I did not keep Patrick Will Holmes and he was taking Russell Wilson as my number two on my board, I easily think he, he just – He's out there in the Pacific Northwest. He's in that late afternoon game every week, and he's always solid. doesn't matter oh, who yeah. his receiving core is. He goes out there, and he gets you points. He reminds me a little bit of Tony Romo, where it's like you never really think about him as being a great quarterback, but if you look at his numbers, he's got great numbers. Yeah. And he actually wins some playoff games, whereas Tony couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Number three, and this might be a little too high in my opinion because I don't trust the coach. I have Deshaun Watson. Hmm. Um, just because if he stays healthy, his receivers stay healthy. I mean, he he did a lot of stuff with Hopkins, yeah, but he also hit other guys as well. Uh, I mean, Kenny Stills is a deep threat. Uh, um, Will Fuller. For him last year. Will Fuller always big a uh, big threat for him. Yeah. Um, you actually have a pass catching running back now, David Johnson. If he can stay healthy, I think that's solid. So, um, and I think they're going to be trailing a lot in games, so he's going to be putting up a lot of stats. So that's the one thing people have to differentiate. A great fantasy quarterback is not a guy who has a lot of wins and losses, because if they're trailing, he's going to get you a lot of garbage time points. Yeah. Well, that offensive yeah. line better get better. So. Yeah, and he gets you those rushing yards too, which. Uh, had a lot of these running back numbers that we're going to go through in our, in our top uh, top picks here. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, one point for every 20 yards rushing, it's just like a running back. Because some of these guys put up running back numbers, like my my number four guy, Lamar Jackson. Um, I, he, he's going to come back to earth a little bit. I think with what we saw last year with Mahomes, they're going to knock him around. They're going to make him throw the ball. Mahomes already, he can throw the ball. Lamar Jackson has to prove he can throw the ball. Thank That's you. my concern with him is – uh, he doesn't have the receiving core. They're going to stack the box and make him have to throw. Now, he can make the throws, but can he do that all game long? I mean, he's making these throws against single-man coverage. He's not going to have to throw the ball into coverage, getting pressure on his face from the, from the blitzing linebacker. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I think he's going to take a big step back because the NFL normally takes a year to figure people out. Yeah. Um, my number five, and I feel this is way, way too high, because of the running game they have, and that's Dak Prescott. Um, Dak, yes, he puts up the yards. He does all. all, all he's the flashy guy uh, that gets all the talk because he's the quarterback of the Cowboys. But Ezekiel Elliott's back there. He's going to run the ball. If they have a lot of good receivers, they're going to be leading games. He's not going to be having these fourth quarter comebacks because they're trailing. Because he has a great offense. The offense line looks better than it did last year. I don't. I don't, a lot of people are talking about him being top three. I don't buy it. I do. Um, I, I just, I think it's just because of the star on his helmet. That's why people are thinking that. <laughs> you do almost 5,000 yards last year. I know. I 30 know. bombs. <laughs> I, I just, the, the, I mean, I, he had a good year. I mean, well, I, I just think it's going to be better here this year. Well, remember, Ezekiel Elliott was also rusty at the beginning of the year because of his holdout, too. Well, yeah, that's his fault. So, <clears throat> I know. I know. So <laughs> Or Jerry Jones. Yeah, but that, I think I pad his numbers a little bit. So um, number six, and this is one where I think this is because of Hopkins. I have Kyler Murray. Um, they went out there. They, they added receiving help. 
They have Kenyon Drake, who was a revelation for him last year. Um, they have a really good offensive line at this point. Um, the defense is suspect, so that's why they're going to have to th- throw a lot late in the game. So Kyler Murray, I have number six. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I actually have Matt Ryan. Matty now, Ice? Matty Ice. Yeah. So now the, the question mark I have for him is, so in the last four years, he's finished quarterback 11, quarterback 2, quarterback 15, quarterback 2. He was the number two fantasy quarterback last year. Now, does that mean he's going to be a quarterback 10 to 15 because he's doing this every other year? No. I don't think so. I, I think he has he's more likely to be a quarterback 2 than he has a 15 this year with who he has. Um, now, their coaching, we'll see. I mean, I think I don't understand how that coach is still there. He must know where <laughs> some bodies are buried. We, we but, say this every year about Dan Quinn. I know. Every if you year. like when Shanahan was there, man, this guy was on fire, man. Yeah, so Dan Quinn is the um, Nate McMillan of the NFL. Who's Nate McMillan? Pacers coach. Oh, the team that just got uh, swept, huh? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how he's still there, <laughs> but he's there. So yeah, um, talk about maybe last year be his last year. I don't know. We'll see. Um, now my number eight, I actually have Carson Wentz. Um. Now, last year, he had no healthy receivers. I mean, they're assigning guys who are walking past the stadium on Sunday to be receivers for that team. That's how, <laughs> how injured they were. Yeah. Um, and so I think they drafted a couple guys. They, they got some healthy. They got some free agents. I know uh, Marquis Goodwin opted out, but, I mean, they still have some other guys. Al, 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 uh, Shalor, if, he, if he can hold on to the ball, Jeffrey, if he can stay healthy. So yeah. I, I, I have him up there. Um, Number um, nine, I have Mr. Elite Drew Brees. Uh, also, Mr. Make America Great Again, Drew Brees, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, well, he, uh, that one bad decision cost me a championship last year. Just to throw that in there. Yeah, I mean, same with me. I mean, because I, 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 had, I had to choose one out of eight running backs, and I chose the one guy who would not have <laughs> won me my matchup. Yeah. With, with, your, with your decision, too, I would have won every other week after that. Except well, for against you. He was facing San Francisco at a twelve o'clock. I didn't San Francisco's defense was good. And yeah. I went with Sam Darnold and that pretty much cost me a championship. So Yeah. Yeah, my concern with Drew Brees is his health. Cause I mean he missed a lot of time last year uh, yeah. with the with the thumb injury and their office line isn't as good as it used to be. He's forty one years old. I mean uh, this is the last year, so we'll, we'll see. Um, a lot of these guys who you know are going to be a last year, kind of like uh, Brett Favre, their body broke down. I'm afraid his body's going to break down, so we'll see. So would you would you draft Michael Thomas? Yeah, because even, Michael Thomas still did what he did last year, even with a backup quarterback. Yeah, he's just um, an elite wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, and then the backup uh, quarterback this year is going to be Jameis Winston, who's a big upgrade over what they had last year. Yeah, I think they're set. And, then, and they, they also brought in Emmanuel Sanders, so. Yeah, Manuel Sanders. I think he's, he's he's spoiler. He's gonna be my sleeper. I I I think he's he's gonna have a big year, no matter if it's gonna be Drew Brees or Jameis Winston. Yeah. So I mean, that guy just runs down the field and gets open. That's all he does. If he can stay healthy, I think he's gonna be in a top ten receiver next year. Um, number ten quarterback. I have Tom Brady. He has all the weapons. He's got a new offense. He's got an offensive minded uh, head coach. It's just. Can, I mean, he's he's old. I mean, I, I worry about his health. I mean, he's 
he got by early on in his career, handing the ball off in the last few years there in New England. They needed him to win by throwing the ball, and he just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, he doesn't have the Mike Evans. He does not have the Chris Godwin that he had before. He's got great receivers. He's got Gronk back. I, I look for him to have a bounce back year. I think he could be a top five quarterback, but I kind of got him at number 10 just because of um, his age is a concern and a new offense is a concern. It's such a shame that his last game in Foxborough as a Patriot was against the Titans. Such well, a shame. Remember, remember, his last two games were losses, back-to-back losses. Yep. Against Miami and Tennessee. Yeah, Miami went in there, and and they threw that last-minute uh, touchdown with Fitz Magic, and yeah. that helped the Chiefs propel to number one seed. Yep. And that, that caused uh, New England to fall out of the bye. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, number 11 um, – is I think the biggest mystery for me this year is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's your prototypical quarterback. He's going to throw the ball. Um, I worry because that division is full of great defensive defenses with Minnesota. And then Detroit actually has an underrated defense and the Chicago. I mean, they have a great defense. So, um, can he stay healthy? Can he be on the same page with his coach? Cause he does not get along with his coach. What it looks like. He doesn't agree with a lot of the play calls. Um, I think he's going to throw the ball a lot because they they don't really focus on the uh, on really filling in elite players on that offensive uh, side of the ball, and he has to propel everybody else. So, I mean, he's going to throw the ball a lot. He's got Devonta Adams still there. Um, I just I don't think we're going to see the Aaron Rodgers of old. I think we're going to see the new Aaron Rodgers, which is what Tom Brady kind of became struggling to, to be competitive, lose a lot of games. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're getting up there in age and then you have Jordan love back there learning from him. So, which he does not want to have there. Well, uh, you can't really be like that, but what, what does he want them to do? Tank, tank for years. I know he's going to go down in the Hall of Fame as a Packer, of course, a Packers Hall of, of Fame. You kind of want him to be like, "Hey, let's let's let Jordan Love get in here." You know, at some point, even yeah. long after he retires, you want them. You you know, as Aaron Rodgers, you want them to su- succeed, of course. So uh, it's kind of bad on his part, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and then to round out my top 12, um, I have a guy who, if can stay healthy, is a top 10 quarterback, in my opinion. He cannot stay healthy, and he's on his last leg and has Big Ben. Uh Um, I mean, you still got Juju there. I mean, you still got Connor as your running back. Um, I don't really know much about the offensive line, but I know that when he's healthy, he puts up between 15 and 23 points points per game and fantasy he's a lot better at home than he is on the road um like a lot of these quarterbacks are yeah but he's gonna be on a mission because of the last two years basically have been derailed by injuries um and a lot of people thought he was carried by antonio brown so he's gonna be out there to the him and juju smith schuster are gonna be out to the proof of point so i have him as my number 12 i think they'll put juju in the uh slot this year that's where he's best. Yeah, I think uh, last year they had uh, Mason Rudolph, if I'm correct. 
Yeah. Um, throwing the ball Terrible. to them. <laughs> yeah, and so Juju obviously didn't have a, a good year, but I think this year put Juju in the slot. Big Ben will catch him. He's fast, score touchdowns, and that's what you got to do. Yeah. Change it up. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, they have James Washington and Deontay Johnson as their the, uh, wide receiver. So the wide receiver core is not that great. But then you have James Conner in the backfield, who we don't know is going to get hurt. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is with that division, it's not the old division where it's like all great defenses. Yeah. You, ha- you have Baltimore's defense. Yeah. But Cincinnati is a joke of what they used to be. Um, it's the Browns can't get healthy. They've drafted that that rookie cornerback, uh, and he uh, is out. down with a, 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 what, Achilles, I think. He tore his Achilles. It's, yeah, it's Achilles. And so, I mean, you can throw on this division now. And so, I I think I think he's gonna, he's going to look for a bounce back year, and I think he's going I think he's going to be good. I think he has a very good ch- chance to be a top ten uh, quarterback this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I have him making playoffs. Yeah. All right, um, so that's our our take on the quarterbacks. Um, we will now move over to my least favorite position, and that's kickers. <laughs> I actually tried to abolish kickers from the league this year, but the league voted against it. I don't really care about kickers. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get lucky with kickers. I will face a person who who gets a twenty point game out of kickers, and I'll get like three. Yeah, I I have no luck. No matter who the kicker is, I can have the best, highest point total, and he won't do anything for me. And in our league, we we have a set so if a kicker misses a field goal, he gets negative points. And so we actually had a, a couple games where people got negative one points out of their kicker. I don't even draft kickers. I don't waste a spot on kickers. I wait till week one and I pick somebody up like uh, in, in you know in free agents on like Mason Crosby or. Brandon McManus or something, you know. I look at the wind, where they're playing at, is it a dome? Yeah. But let me tell you something about Matt Prater last year, okay? <laughs> I picked this Joker up. <laughs> he puts up a goose egg, and that besides him and, and not putting in Drew Brees, that pretty much cost me to advance in the playoffs. Matt Prater so puts up a goose egg. I think they were in Detroit or at the time. I, I can't remember where he was, but. He's still in Detroit, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I think they're playing the game in Detroit. And oh, yeah. It's a dome, Inside. and so I was like, yeah. okay, my pretty's going to get me. You know, just give me like 10 to, 10 to 12 points. That's fine. Goose egg, out of the playoffs or whatever. <laughs> that's, I will always remember Matt Prater by that. Uh, so you have him number one on your list? <laughs> no, dude. I don't even care about kickers. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through. Um, again, kickers are kickers. I'm actually I'm going to use Fancy Pros. Um, we'll go through top ten of, of these kickers. Tell me if you disagree with any of them. We'll move through. Um, number one, they have Harrison Butker. Um, they always go with the team who they think is going to have that be- best offense, so that's why they have Kansas City's kicker out there. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Um, Justin Tucker. Um, I would actually rank Justin Tucker higher because Kansas City's going to score a lot of touchdowns. Baltimore's going to have more field goals, and so yeah. will they get into the end zone on the red zone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they have Will Lutz, number three with New Orleans, number four, Greg Zerline, who's now with Dallas. Yeah, that is interesting. Very, very interesting there. Yeah. And so five, Robbie Gould with San Francisco. I don't know how he's still kicking. Robbie Gould. Um, I remember when he was in in Chicago for all those years. Uh, Nine, they have Matt Gay with Tampa Bay, uh, mainly because of their offense. I mean, I think that's, that's why. 
Um, seven, they have your buddy, Matt Prater. Mm. <laughs> Eight, Jake Elliott with Philadelphia, who, if my memory serves me, cannot stay healthy. It seems like he's no. always missing out yeah. during the season. So um, nine, Zane Gonzalez with Arizona. And again, they're looking at the offense. And then 10, they have Fairbairn from uh, Houston. Where's uh, Rosas? Uh, let me scroll down. Rosa. <laughs> he got in uh, trouble, man. They, I think they released this, but. Yeah, he's not even in the top 30. There he is, number 31. Oh, boy. <laughs> Joey Sly. Yeah, Joey Sly's at 18. That, I mean, he had, a, yeah. he had a good year last year. Steven yeah. Hoska is down there. Remember, uh, remember, they got the whole new offense, new new coach. They could struggle early. Uh, but, again, those teams who have struggling quarterbacks, those are the kickers you want because if they get them down the field but they can't score, at least they get field goal attempts. I hate kickers. I hate them. I tried getting rid of them. Well, I, I don't even remember if I wrote I, I don't remember, but I just do not like kickers. I mean, I'm who's a top. Who's your sleeper? <laughs> Who's my sleeper? Uh, let's go with Chase McLaughlin for Indianapolis Colts. Well, he he if he if he gets that he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's looking good in training camp, but he's battling. Uh, I'm blanking on his name now, but the kid from Georgia with the glasses. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I saw him when he was playing for the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name, but dude, I've been watching. Let me tell you, I've been watching so much NFL Network lately with with uh, baseball and basketball and hockey. It feels awesome to watch these guys at training camp. They dedicate like four hours for NFL training camp after a good morning football. Dude, yeah. it is awesome. I missed the NFL network. I finally got it back. And that's pretty much like 65% of like what I watch besides baseball. But yeah. uh, it feels good to watch like these guys back in uh, in training camp. So it's awesome. So I, I would say my sleeper for kicker this year, because <laughs> that's what everyone's looking for. Yeah. Young uh, Young Hu Ku from Atlanta. Young Ho Ku. Yeah, and so the reason why is because I remember Thanksgiving last year, and he kicked three consecutive onside kicks successfully. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I, I know I know uh, only one of them counted, but because uh, they kept having penalties or they kept having timeouts or whatever. Because of that, I think he's going to have a great year because of his onside kick ability. Young Hoku, yeah. I thought he played for the Chargers at one point. You know, was that something? Yeah, he, he did. did. He, he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he was picked up by uh, Atlanta last year. Um, after uh, blanking on his name, is there forever? Matt Bryant went down with Matt injury. Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Out of those like top five uh, kickers, who do you think's like set and lock for uh, Hall of Fame? Justin Tucker for sure. Uh, Tucker easily is going to be. Uh, he's he's in the Hall of Fame. I think Matt Prater would be in the Hall of Fame. Matt Prater, yeah. Ugh. Um. I think um, Greg the leg. I think Robbie Gould could yeah. get in there. Greg Zerline. I mean, it's hard for kickers to get in there. Like you have to be one of the most successful, accurate kickers. That's why Justin Tucker is oh, a clear Justin cut. Tucker for sure. Yeah. The other guys, I'm not sure about if they if they have the history of Justin Tucker does, but I would say maybe Prater because of how long he was around and Robbie Gould. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Now that we're done with that thrilling talk of kickers, <laughs> we will move <laughs> on over to the running backs. Easy, so, peasy, man. Um, I am actually going to go through um, 20, 24 of these guys. 24 of these running backs? 24. And oh, so goodness. all I'm going to ask you to do 
is to rank out 10 of them or make note of anyone that you think that I'm wrong on. All right. Okay. So I think the clear cut number one guy. Derek Henry. Awesome. Christian McCaffrey. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I agree. I agree with you. He was the number one overall player last year. I am kicking myself because I don't know if you remember this. I actually had him before the draft. I traded for him, and then I traded him again before the draft even happened. Well, and so, I, y'all do so many trades. I don't even know what the hell's going on sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, because I remember Peter got fleeced by Mike. Yep. And then I held Peter out by trading a fair trade, <laughs> and I I actually got him, and then I flipped him again to the guy who ended up winning the season, Ben. And this, so this is why I don't like keepers. <laughs> I don't know, you know, whoever's listening, I don't know if you like keepers or don't play with keepers, but every year I would like for these players to get thrown back into the draft. So I tried, I tried to after, I'm, I'm going to try to get after this year. I'm going to do the vote. I voted it, against it, keepers. It was, it was, uh, it was seven five. Ugh. And so I'm, I'm hoping to get at least six, six or two, seven, five in favor of removing them. Can you just or, like rig it? Well, if we go to uh, if we go to sleeper, we have to because we can't transfer that over. Oh yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, we have Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Number two, I actually have Alvin Kamara. <laughs> he was hurt a lot last year, but remember the year before that when he was a twenty-five plus guy every week. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put him ahead of Saquon or Zeke. I mean, Zeke had a down year last year, but. Well, so and I'll go into my reasons when I get to them uh, as why I have him ahead. But um, I, I I think he's going to be healthy. He's fully ready to go. Uh, number three, I have Zeke. Um, one of the reasons why I don't have him any higher is because they've they've added so many receivers that I think that they're going to be he's, they don't they're not going to rely on him as much as they have in, have in the past. Yeah, and so um, I have him slot number three. Barkley I have number four mainly because of his quarterback play. I don't know what we're going to get from Daniel Jones still. Um, yeah, me neither. And he was such a revelation early on in the year that he kind of came back to earth. He figured out, okay, if you if you lock up Barkley, make someone else beat you, and they don't have anyone else that can beat him right now. No. And so um, moving on to guys that I think can beat you, I have Dalvin Cook at number five. Um, I actually almost had him higher because the offensive scheme is all about running the game or running the ball with Gary Kubiak there. Yeah. Um. And I kept him. I already traded for him, so he's one of my keepers for this year. <laughs> See, I don't know who y'all have anymore, dude. I'm like, what? So um, I would say number six, and this is going to be a surprise for some people, Austin Eckler. Oh, my goodness. I think he's going to be what Barkley was last year as a focal point for the offense. It's a good PPR guy. Yeah. Um, number seven, I have uh, Joe Mixon. Again, same reason. I'm shaking my head over here. <laughs> number uh, number eight, Kenyon Drake. Because <laughs> the offense is going crazy. Oh, boy. <laughs> number uh, nine, I have um, Miles Sanders. You're okay. just messing with me, aren't you? No, no, no. Oh, that's another one. That is another one. Miles Sanders last year against the New York Giants. I needed... Uh, two touchdowns, didn't get it. He got hurt by halftime, maybe even the first quarter. 
Boston Scott comes in, scores like three touchdowns. Oh, I was livid that night. My wife was here in bed. My kids were here. I was watching on TV. I was livid. I, I, I lost sleep because of that because we love fantasy football so much. We take it to the heart. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's, it just, oh, my goodness. I, I didn't feel good. I lost to Ben out of all people, if he's listening. <laughs> so... That's sorry, he's, ass. He's yeah, he's the rookie, so and he won the championship. Yeah, lucky. So yeah, that, Miles Sanders is another one. He's another guy. <laughs> Those three guys. I look for him to have a more with Jordan Howard gone. I, I looked for him to be uh, have more of a share there. Oh um, yeah, Boston Scott too. So I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's a one-time thing, but you know, it is what it is. So um, number, I think I'm at number ten now. Um, I have Derrick Henry. I know you think I'm way, way too low. Um, the reason why the reason why I have this here is because Ryan Tannehill oh, boy. is falling back to earth. No, he's not. He's not going to be able to hit those receivers like he did last year, and they're going to stuff the box because that's the only guy you got to stop to win those games. Ryan Tannehill had a great year last year. He, he started like week six. And he got paid, and he cannot perform after he gets paid. I'm a I'm a Dolphins fan. I saw this. I know exactly what he's, what he's capable of. He's going to get you eight wins. He's going to get you maybe 17 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. No. And the running backs are going to get stuffed at the line. No. Guy Prescott got money this year. Yeah, but he's he's a better quarterback. Is he going to stink? No. This no. year? No. Well, what's the difference? It's Ryan Tannehill. <sighs> I'm not saying all quarterbacks tank after they get paid. I'm saying Tannehill falls back to earth when he gets paid. Derrick Henry had 1,540 yards, 16 touchdowns last year. I would put Correct. him before Kenyon Drake. I would mm. put him before Miles Sanders. Mm. Fantasy Pros has him as the fourth best running back in Tier 2. Well, in PPR, they have him at number six. Well, still. <laughs> like, he's better than Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders and, and Kenyon Drake and Eckler. He's coming back to earth. Oh, I cannot wait for the season to start. So, uh, <laughs> number <laughs> uh, number eleven, I have uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, mainly because I don't I don't know anything about how he's going to fit into the offense. I don't know if he's actually going to be the focal point for running, running game there because um, they throw the ball so much. If he's catching the ball out of the backfield, great. Um, but there's so many weapons there. I think he's going to be battling because he's because Cream Hunt was the guy. And whenever Hunt had his little deal getting released, it's like it's a committee at that point. So I don't think they're going to rely on one guy because of what happened with Hunt. So I, I mean, a lot of people love this running back, and and Damian Williams opted out, so he's pretty much the guy. Yeah. Um, number twelve, I have um, Josh Jacobs with Las Vegas, um, mainly because he's uh, the coach there. He likes to run the ball, so I. And they don't really have any good quarterbacks on the roster, so they're going to need to kind of rely on the running game a little bit. Yeah. He's a speedy guy who can catch the ball in the backfield too. So um, 12, I have the most disrespected running back in football, and that's Aaron Jones. And it's disrespected by his coach, <laughs> not by fans. I don't understand why they don't give the guy the ball. He's such a great running back, yeah. and they don't give him the ball. I just don't get it. doesn't matter who the coach is there. They just don't give him the ball. True. And so, um, fourteen. I have Nick Chubb. Um, he, he was, was solid last year. year. Yeah, he, he was solid last year. But again, 
uh, I think Baker Mayfield is is not a good quarterback. Well, he and wants to sling it all over the field. Yeah, he's going to throw interceptions all over the place. And so, so they're going to play from behind. Like, yeah, exactly. So and Chubb kind of gets taken out whenever you're running playing from behind. So, yep. Um, Fifteen. I think we're going to see a bounce back year. I have James Conner, healthy quarterback. Um, you need him to be healthy. <laughs> Sixteen. I have Todd Gurley if he can stay healthy with new offense there in Atlanta. Going back home. Best quarterback he's played with, Matt Ryan. Well, Jared Goff got paid, and he took him to Super Bowl, man. I know, yeah, but I mean, Matt Ryan's a better quarterback. Did Todd Gurley not play that Super Bowl? Well, he, that's when he started getting his knee injury. They started kind of resting him. Dude, I don't I would, think he played much. I would run it out in the Super Bowl. If I'm going down, I want to go down as a winner in the Super exactly. Bowl. Exactly, yeah. Um, 17, I have uh, Chris Carson with Seattle, if he can stay healthy. Um, 17, I have uh, Melvin Gordon. And New team. Uh, it depends on the quarterback there. I mean, I think they're going to rely on the on the running back they can, um They could start pat- stuff in that box, but he can catch the ball at the backfield. That's a good thing about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Le'Veon Bell, who I have at uh, 18, um, same thing. Uh, um, and then I have Leonard Fournette at number 20. I don't know if he's going to even play a game this year because – how much he butt heads with his coaches. <laughs> Man, how the years have gone by from previous drafts. I know. Just think about it. Gurley, Fournette, well, I mean, Connor, my, Gordon, Johnson, Bell. My number, my number 21 is David Johnson. Those six guys were like first rounders like three years ago, three, four years ago. Yeah. That is crazy. So, um, but yeah, I have David Johnson, number 21. I think he could easily – Easily return to form and be a top ten back. Um, he's a guy. He's a guy I kind of keep my eye on. I might if he falls to if falls to the third or fourth round, I may grab him. Um, number twenty two, and this is where I really differ with a lot of these experts. Marlon Mack, return of the Mack. He all he does is he puts up points. Yeah, he does. I mean, he gets you. He gets like twelve hundred yards a, a, a year. And that was when he wasn't even the feature back. I know they, they drafted Jonathan Taylor out, out of Wisconsin, but everything I've been seeing coming out of the Colts camp is Marlon Mack is looking like a stud. He's another guy out there who I, I would not mind falling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so 23, I actually have uh, Mark Ingram out of Baltimore. Um, and 24, is which, which this is where I am going to stop. Um, I actually have, and this is going to kind of be a surprise for a lot of people, Tarek Cohen. Hmm. I th- I think we're going to see the return of what he did a couple years ago where he catches the ball out of backfield. Because Montgomery is going to be the, the three-down guy. But Cohen, the offense thrives whenever he is getting the ball in his hands. And so I think they're going to try to do what they did a couple years ago when they got into the playoffs and feed him the ball a lot more. Yeah. I had him one year. He, he did pretty well for me. So I, I, don't, I don't agree with Melvin Gordon that, that low. I mean, not just you, but – on fantasy pros as well. He have him as a T four running back, but he held out last year. They had Austin Eckler, so it's like, okay, well Eckler's gonna be the future, so let's trade Gordon. He goes to Denver. I feel like he'll put up bigger numbers than like I'm gonna say Kenyon Drake or Aaron Jones or Miles Sanders. 
or even Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, I, I feel like he's too like at nineteen tier four. I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think he's going to be. Uh, remember, I think it was two years ago when Todd Gurley had that really down year and he fell to like the the third round. I think in our draft. Yeah. And he was like the MVP of the season before his knee issues took over in the playoffs. I think Melvin Gordon is and and David Johnson are more on that line than they are being in the twenties. Yeah. Well, Todd, but, Todd Gurley must be healthy because I, I saw that he's expected to see fifteen to twenty five touches per their offensive coordinator. So, I mean, I would love to see it. I mean, he's a, such a dynamic back. I would love to see him get out there. And, oh yeah. And return to his normal self. I think part of what happened last year with the Rams was the fact that they were so underachieving and they were so afraid because of his contract of 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 basically having him tearing down and his knee basically blowing out. Yeah. And then them owing him all that money. Well, now they're stuck with Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Well, that came oh, Brown. Too. Malcolm Brown. I'm sorry, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I put more money into the K Maker stock than I would ever over him. Yeah, I think so. So, all right. Uh, any of those you disagree with, or what do you have for your top five? No, it was just Melvin Gordon. That I thought that was way too, you know, where he is right now. But so I mean, you agree with so you agree with uh, where I had your boy? No, Eric Henry. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, where would you rank him? Where would you rank Derrick Henry in your? your I would rankings? draft him. I would draft him right after Zeke. You have him ahead of uh, D- Dalvin Cook? I have Dalvin Cook behind Derrick Henry. He's worked okay. out this offseason. He's gotten more mass. He's lean. Um, I-, I-, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to throw more. He did last year, and then, you know, except for playoffs. But uh, during the season, you know, it was a passing offense. Derrick Henry, I do say that he breaks out in about November. So hopefully he can break out even earlier this year, but yeah, I have him in front of like Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb and all them. Okay. Just watch, just watch this year. Okay. I mean, I mean, I hope so because in that dynasty league I have, I actually drafted him. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, so we'll see. All right. So that is our breakdown of quarterbacks, kickers and running backs. So um, again, uh, we will touch base next week. Um, we were going we're going to cover all of the other um, receivers and the defenses and the tight ends. So I would picture next week kind of being a shorter show than this one because I mean, besides the receivers, it's not really that deep for the other positions. And then we'll break down our overall rankings, uh, probably do our top twenty-four, and then um, wrap it up from there. So we'll have um, our teams by then. Uh, by that point, we will have our team, so we'll, we'll know exactly what we got, and then we'll be ready for the, for the first week of the season. So um, so with that, we will go ahead and wrap up this uh, episode, episode one of the Fantasy Football Special. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter uh, if you have any disagreements or you, you want to give your own rankings, maybe your own top five for each of these positions. Uh, tag us at BoxKickersPod, or you can, uh, if you want to yell at me, if you're a Titans fan, you can uh, hit me up at CRDrubert. And if you want to make fun of the Titans, you can hit up Daniel and your tag. Your... Well, first of all, don't make fun of the Titans or Astros because I will reply back. But it's at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. <laughs> all right. Um, so thank you guys again for joining us. Um, 
I hope we can get these shows in before your drafts. Um, I, I, look, I look forward to our draft coming up on Saturday. And so um, until next week, we thank you guys for joining us. Have a good week. Peace.